Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50-plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all having a peaceful holiday season so far. So we're in a bit of flux here at our house with everything packed up, but the house fell out of escrow. So we're working through that little snafu in our move. And it's proven to be a little bit stressful, but we are all healthy and hanging in there. So that's positive. The new class on overindulgence actually went up last week. So I also put up an extended sample on the Your Village YouTube channel, so you can go check that out. We're also up to almost 300 subscribers on YouTube, and once we get to 500, I will put up that second free class. So if you're interested, check that out. So now that the overindulgence class is up, we're moving on to the next class, dealing with your strong-willed child. So I can't wait to get working on that one now. Also, I had a thought the other day. I get some emails from parents who have some bigger, more involved questions and struggles who are at their wits end, but who cannot afford a coaching session. Now these struggles really to be able to guide these families to any effective outcomes would require some deeper work, some dialogue to get more information, details, and have some back and forth conversation. So I thought it might be really helpful to do a few episodes on occasion for parents who would be interested in getting my help for free as an episode. Actually, one of my favorite psychotherapists named Esther Perel does this with her clients. She has a podcast called Where Do We Begin, where she works with couples. So I'm throwing this out there for any parents who would be interested in participating, have a bigger issue that requires some more deep diving and problem solving in multiple areas. Uh, A lot of the ones I get are parents who are struggling with behavior management with their kids, some peaceful parenting practice, and some strong personalities, either or both from kids and parents. And so that can add an extra layer that might make things more interesting and really get us to dig in into multiple areas. Now, when you have a child with a strong personality, often you have an adult with a strong personality, and I am guilty of that as well. I have a pretty strong personality. Well, I I tend to be very perseverant, which is a good quality, like I've mentioned for our kids, but it also can get in the way sometimes. So I definitely have that. I've learned how to work with mine in a positive way and mostly keep it under wraps when it comes to the negative part. But I totally understand living in a home with a strong parent personality and strong children personalities. So if you're interested in that, you can send an email to Amy and her email address is amy, A-M-Y, at yourvillageonline.com. Let her know 
what your parenting struggle is, that you're interested in being featured as a podcast episode with a coaching session with me, and we'll see if it would be a good fit for the format and give that a try one of these upcoming weeks or months. Okay, so my first question today is about a strong-willed preschooler. So definitely a sign that this next class with a deeper dive into how to work with strong-willed children is much needed. So Jenny wrote in and she said, Hey Erin, I have a question on how to best handle our spirited, challenging four-year-old. As he turned four a few months ago, I have noticed some positive shifts in his behavior. There's fewer tantrums, better communication on his emotional issues, etc. However, he's also started using some really hurtful mean language, and some of the hitting and tantruming has continued and can feel even worse because now he's getting bigger. Additionally, we have definitely entered the power struggle stage. He started saying things like, I don't like you, you're done, that means you die, and you're mean, and you're not my friend. Sometimes he'll even say, I want to hit you, or I want to bend your fingers. One tactic I've tried is to say, I can tell you feel angry about X, but we don't hurt each other in this family. And no matter what, we always love each other. When you say you don't love me, I think you're really trying to say that you're angry with me. I will always love you, even if I get angry with you or if you're angry with me. Let's talk about why you're angry and make this better. Occasionally, I will see the fruits of this in the moment, but more often, we can work through that conversation effectively after the emotions passed. In the moment, though, I struggle with how to demonstrate that those words and actions will not be accepted. We've tried taking breaks or talking, but he gets physical and lashes out or just keeps screaming hateful, controlling things, and then myself and my husband get very discouraged. We aim to avoid rising to his anger and avoid becoming emotional, and usually we do okay with that. But sometimes we break down and end up losing our cool and yelling too, especially after multiple bouts of this in one day. Please help. So first, your words to him are perfect. You're translating his feelings into the words that are appropriate and modeling how you would like him to better share his feelings. At the same time, you're letting him know that hurtful words are not acceptable. I think you're handling this really beautifully. You're also noticing that when he's really angry, he's just not in a place to be coached or corrected at all, and that's common. He does need a chance to calm down most of the time, it seems like. Now, he will get better, because as you said, you have noticed his behavior improving. This will continue, and he will get better. He will get to the point where he's able to sit down and talk about it right away. But right now, that may take a little bit more time. I know you want to be able to set some strong boundaries around the hurtful words, but in those moments when his emotions are really keyed up, unfortunately, nothing is going to get in, and if anything, as you've already noticed, it just gets him more angry. So if you think about when we as adults are angry at someone, and anger is actually hurt turned outward. We feel hurt, and so we kind of lash back outward. That's what anger is. We aren't ready to hear how we should have behaved. But we can hear, I understand you're feeling angry with me about something. So with a child, we might say, I want to make it better, but it's not okay to call me names. Now, you know, hopefully adults aren't calling each other names, right? I mean, sometimes they do, but um, hopefully by the time they're done with childhood, we learn that that is just not acceptable and we have a much better way of communicating our anger to each other. But with, with an adult, you might say something like, what you just said really hurt my feelings and we aren't going to get anywhere by hurting each other. You know, something like that. We can really appeal to each other that way. So first, I think it's important to share from the perspective of a preschooler that it helps us parents to take a step back, realize the message behind the hurt, and can help to keep us calmer and work more from a place of calm and coaching than feeling personally hurt by the words and behaviors. 
So if we can keep a few things in mind, and first, that is that this is the child's way of sharing that he's feeling hurt, that he doesn't really mean anything he said. It's just the words he's finding. They're really young, so they just need our help to find a better way. And it'll take a little bit of time and a little bit of coaching, but they will get there. The more you're able to see the emotion behind it, not take the words personally, the better able you're going to be calm in the moment and help coach them through the process so that they can become much better at sharing these types of feelings in the future. Because when a child knows something bothers us, it is what they will continue to use when they're angry because they're going to lash out and try to get revenge, try to hurt us. So it can ratchet it up more and more. The words will get more hurtful because they know what the buttons are. They do this to take back power. When someone is feeling hurt, they try to hurt back, especially kids, because they aren't seeing or understanding the reasoning behind what's happening, the rules, the expectations, that's being asked of them. They're saying, I'm hurt, so now I want to hurt you back. It's revenge-seeking behavior, and as I mentioned, if they get a reaction, it also can become power-seeking, so then you've got two issues there, two issues, two reasons behind the misbehavior. So I covered these two reasons really in depth, along with seven others in the class on misbehaviors and solutions and how to fix those behaviors. The class gives several tools and tips for working with each of these seven different reasons. And I'm going to share some of these in a few minutes for working with the revenge-seeking behavior. But just know that this is a child simply saying, I'm hurt and I want you to feel and understand it. So what you're doing is perfect. You want to keep that up. Remind yourself it's not personal and he doesn't mean it. The second thing is to also understand about what it means to be a preschooler and their understanding of the world as far as death and dying. Kids don't understand the permanence of death. It's more like a cartoon to them. So you want to think of Wile E. Coyote, who is constantly popping back up after getting blown up, falling off of cliffs and getting flattened, getting run over by a boulder or a truck driving by. That's how kids think of death. But it's the worst word that they can come up with sometimes because they know adults take it so seriously. But to a child, it's not a permanent state. They're grasping at whatever they can to get our attention. Also, when kids call, my kids used to call me mean on occasion, I would just let them know that my job isn't to be their friend or to be agreeable all the time. My job is to help them grow up to reach their potential or to be responsible, well-mannered, whatever the issue was we were dealing with in that moment. It's not an insult. It just is. And actually, I took it as... A little bit of a compliment. I mean, parents aren't doing their job if our kids don't think we're mean from time to time. So I am going to get into those tips on working with the revenge-seeking behavior from the class Misbehaviors and Solutions, as well as some additional ideas for Jenny, which I will cover once we get back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. 
gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look, and some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads, love where you live. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep, and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T. P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HIPAA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. All right, now that we're back after the break, I'm going to finish up giving tips on dealing with a child who can say hurtful words. So first, the tips from the Misbehaviors and Solutions class on the revenge-seeking behavior section. So the first thing is you want to decipher the reason for the misbehavior. And that is also covered in the class, how you can tell the reasoning behind the behavior. Given the description of the situation, I can tell that revenge is the main reason that this behavior starts up. Again, if the behavior gets a big reaction, there could be some power-seeking behavior going on as well. However, since revenge is the main reason for the outbursts in the beginning, I'm going to give some tips on fixing this behavior. Now, I've touched on some of this a little bit, but I'm going to get into more detail here with steps and examples. So revenge happens when a child is not feeling heard or understood or they feel wronged in some way. So first, we want to avoid punishment and retaliation at all costs. It's important to remember that in the cases that your child is acting out of feeling hurt, while we as adults may also feel hurt by their behavior, it is our job to stop the cycle, step back, slow down, show our kids how to deal with feelings of hurt and anger in better ways. If we just go to retaliation and punishment, we're only going to make that feeling of hurt drive deeper. It's going to increase the revenge, increase the behavior, and so we're now into a downward cycle. Now, I know that, Jenny, you're having trouble in the moment with what to do. So I'm going to talk about that in a second, but first I'm going to talk about the steps that you're going to go through when you can. So if your child is ready to hear it right away, great, go through these steps right away. If your child is not ready to talk about it right away, if it's going to amp up the reaction 
and they just need some time to calm down, you're going to give them that time to calm, calm down. I'll talk about that in a minute after I talk about these steps. Okay, so when your child is calm enough and ready to talk about it, whether it's right after the incidents or you need to wait 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes for them to calm down and come back, these are the steps you're going to go through. You're going to coach and talk with your child. You want to say something like, and actually, Jenny, what you've been saying has been perfect. Your behavior tells me that you're feeling hurt. Can we talk about that? Then you want to really listen to what your child has to share about how he or she is feeling and why. So you're helping them get in and share their feelings. Then you're going to use reflective listening. Reflective listening is repeating back what you heard. Now, it can feel really silly at first if you aren't used to using it. So I'm going to use this example. So let's say your child says something like, I'm mad because when you did the coaching session, your child says something like, I'm mad because you said you were going to give me strawberries for lunch and you gave me grapes. I hate grapes. So you would say something like, you wanted strawberries instead of grapes. Then your child would affirm that, that yes, that you understood what they're saying. This is the first step that they understand that you understood what they said. Then you get into deeper into it because now there's an agreement about why the upset happened. You felt like I didn't care what you wanted when I gave you the grapes. You're letting your child know that you understand their feelings behind it. Now, you may be on completely 100% or you might be slightly off and they'll correct you. But this way, you're really getting down to the reasons behind their feeling hurt and upset. Then you want to make amends. If there's anything that you did that you need to make amends for, then you can do it here. Apologize and let your child know it was not your intention. I'm sorry I made you feel like I don't care about what you want. That was not my intention at all. I do care. I thought we had more strawberries, but they were all gone. And I thought that you liked grapes as your second favorite, so I gave you those. Then you want to connect. You want to make sure you both connect and understand each other. You're letting your child know that you understand where their hurt is coming from and that they understand that it wasn't intentional. So you're connecting both ways. Then you're going to coach after you reconnect. So you're both understanding each other. Now that those hurt feelings are dissolved, now you're going to coach about how your child can handle it differently the next time. If your child yelled or shouted or threw something, is now when you can talk about how that's not how we handle hurt feelings. You want to tell your child it's okay to have hurt feelings, that we all have hurt feelings, and that you welcome your child coming to you to tell you when he or she feels like you don't care about what they want or when you did something that hurt their feelings and that you want them to come to you and tell you about it so that you can talk it out. Then you want to have them practice again. So they already probably told you why they were hurt, but you're going to have them practice some more. I'm feeling upset because you gave me grapes instead of strawberries, or I feel like you don't care about what you, what I want. I was upset that you put the toys away when I was still building that tower. I wasn't finished. You know, it's important to have them practice in these moments so it's easier when they are upset the next time to remember how to communicate better. Now, it probably won't happen the very next time, but with continued practice, your child will get better and better and will start to verbalize and communicate their feelings much easier and better. So it's just really important to remember that not to take it personally, to try to stay calm, stay in a place of authority for teaching how we communicate, that can really help. You know he loves you. You know he would never really want you to die, especially if he truly understood its meaning. If you feel like you need to set some boundaries around the hurtful words, you can do a coaching session anytime everyone is calm and has a few minutes. So you want to sit down sometime when they're quiet in the afternoon. When you get angry, you seem to be using some angry, mean words lately. We don't talk to each other like that in this family. 
So we need to help you find better ways to share your anger. But I'm also not going to stay around and let you talk to me in a mean way. If you say mean things to me the next time, I will have to walk away. I will come back and we'll talk about it when you're calm. So this is what you want to do to kind of circumvent that. So this is doing this during the calm time, sitting down and talking about it, explaining what will happen the next time so that you will then be able to walk away and give your child time to calm down. Now, when they are upset in the moment, you've had this coaching session, so they have this understanding, it's fine to give a little reminder. I can see that you're really angry right now. I would like to talk about this with you, but I feel like you need a few minutes to calm down. Remember, we talked about this just earlier today or just yesterday. I'm going to let you calm down and we'll talk about it in a few minutes. So you're going to bring back and remind them about that. Just re- You're going to label the emotion, tell them you want them to take some time to calm down, remind them about the conversation you had when you were calm, give them that time to calm down. Then you will go back to the steps I talked about earlier once they're calm with, with the coaching, the reflective listening, the making amends, the connecting, and then the final coaching session about what we do when we get angry, how we act differently. Okay, so there's actually many classes that can help with this type of behavior also. So like I mentioned, the misbehaviors and solutions has seven different reasons children misbehave, how you can tell what that reason is, and then what the steps are to follow for each of those reasons that you can walk through to help them work on that. In addition, the class on tantrums goes in much has a lot of detail on working with kids on emotions, especially during those quiet times, really helping them work to recognize the emotions so that they can then start to verbalize them while they're feeling upset. They'll get much better at that. There's also different methods for teaching kids how to calm down when they get upset. And so there's def- different methods that they can choose from that they can use to calm down when they're upset. So that's another thing that you can work with them on. Also the class you're developing preschooler, the social emotional section, covers development and ways to help with that. Also, the class Helping Your Child with Anger gives a pretty deep dive, chock full of tips on ways to teach emotional competence and sharing for kids who are more prone to angry words and outbursts. Also, many parents find the Peaceful Parenting classes extremely helpful in dealing with these types of outbursts as well so that they can have some go-to behaviors and thought processes for themselves during those times and keeping themselves calm so that they can stay in a place of authority. And all of those are available at yourvillageonline.com, along with all the 60 classes on positive discipline, development and health, education and modern parenting, including the latest class on overindulgence. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next week. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.